Hey girl, and welcome to the She Calls Her Shots podcast, a place for ambitious women to gain clarity around our goals, find inspiration in our journey, and also learn how to create a life and a business of our dreams. My name is Krista, and I'm a wedding and a brand photographer, a business coach, and the creator of the She Calls Her Shots membership community. And in this podcast, we'll talk about both the tactical strategies and habits that you need, as well as the mindset and inner clarity that'll help you take the big leaps, both in your life and in your business. And we always focus on the real talk and the behind the scenes of growing a thriving business. Because let's be honest, it's not always glamorous, but the work is always worth it. So girlfriend, let's start making some moves and calling our own shots. Hello, hello, and welcome to this episode. I am really pumped about this topic because it's all about the two things that I feel like I have conversations around the most, especially with new business owners, and that's defining your niche and using that niche to simplify your marketing strategy. So niching down and content creation and marketing strategies are the two number one things that I talk about, I feel like, all of the time. And so... First of all, just thank you so much for joining in. I love that we get to have this space and this time together to have these conversations, the ones that are, you know, simple down to the, you know, how to grow a business and like taking out all the fluff and just making it really doable. And I don't want to say simple because simple doesn't mean easy, but building a business does not have to be overly complicated, but sometimes we make it that way, right? And so I'm excited about this topic today because we're going to really get down to the details of how to help you if you feel like you don't know who your niche is and because of that you feel like your content creation strategy is just all over the place. So the reason that I really was excited about sharing this topic today is obviously I already mentioned it's a very highly requested topic, but I also know firsthand how difficult it is to share content, especially whether it's on social media or in a blog post. It's hard to share content when you're not sure who you're sharing it for. And at the end of the day, marketing is actually really simple. Like we can bring it down, like marketing itself is actually really simple, but you have to understand who your audience is and the solutions that you are providing for them. And if those two things aren't super clear to you, this is where marketing feels really convoluted and messy and challenging. And I also have noticed that we, when we think about content creation, it's really easy to get caught up in the busy work of our business. The things that are the nice to haves in our business that, you know, sometimes feel like busy work that we don't really need to do the the work that's maybe not making as big of an impact as we think it is instead of focusing on the core things that'll actually help us to grow. And so in this episode, I wanted to share some strategies that you can use to help really narrow down your niche and really just overall simplify that content creation and marketing strategy. And before we dive in, I'm so excited to share about the She Calls Her Shots membership. We are reopening so soon, and we only open doors a few times a year. And inside the membership, we're focused on helping business owners receive the training and the coaching and the accountability that they need to help them see big wins in their business. So we do this with monthly trainings, action guides, accountability shares, weekly coaching, all inside our private members community. 
And this month's masterclass is all about content and SEO tips. So if that feels like something you are struggling with, we are addressing all of that inside this month's training. And as a member, you not only get access to that training, but all of the previous trainings that we have inside the membership. So to kick off our reopening, I have have decided to host a free training workshop all about how to plan for profit in your growing business. And this is especially for women business owners who are either looking to go full-time or who recently went full-time in their business. So we're going to be discussing things like the tools and strategies that you will need to have, you know, the right mindset, the financial strategies, and the business strategies to help you really create that business that thrives. So if you want to join us, if you want to learn more, you can access more information at shecallshershots.com forward slash profit plan. And I'll include a link to that in the show notes as well. Okay, so diving into niching down and simplifying our marketing strategy. So the first thing that I want to chat about today, especially when it comes to niching down, is that this can be something that is... um, easy to do, but really easy not to do. I think sometimes we as business owners get really excited about the things that we can share and offer, but we really don't take the time to think about like who we are and what we actually can share that will help change people's lives. So the first thing I want to talk about is really looking inside and inside yourself, (laughs) I mean, and figuring out what is it that you love? Like what brings you so much joy? And what do you feel confident sharing about on a regular basis? And I can actually speak from personal uh, experience with this with the podcast. When I first launched the podcast, I was so excited because my topics, the things that I wanted to talk about were basically endless. And I thought, oh my gosh, I have enough ideas and content for years of episodes. And what ended up happening is a a few months in, I would say, maybe like two months in. I started to realize that I had shared a bulk of the things that I felt really confident talking about. And then I kind of took a break because I wasn't sure where to go next. And I actually needed to, what I had realized was I needed to niche down more because I thought I had niched down enough. But what I found was after sharing content for a while, I realized, oh, this isn't something about this. I couldn't put my finger on it. It just didn't feel right. And so I encourage you to do this when you start to have those moments where conf- like content creation feels difficult or you're really having a hard time figuring out what to share. I really challenge you to go back to your niche and to figure out, have you niched down enough? Have you figured out, okay, what is it that I actually feel confident sharing about? And this is different from what do I feel like I should be sharing, right? Because I think sometimes we see women crushing it in their business. We see them sharing certain types of content or, you know, releasing certain products or services and it looks exciting to us. And so we think, Ooh, I'm going to do that. I'm going to do what they're doing. That sounds and looks really exciting, but we don't actually take that time to figure out if that's the right thing for us in this moment to be doing. So a lot of the times I would say your niche really does come down to something that you have experienced before or something that you have, you know, a lot of experience with, because those are the things that you will be able to teach from experience. Um, 
and you'll feel confident sharing about because you've already been through whatever it is that you're talking about. So for me, for example, I, when I first started the She Calls Her Shots podcast and the membership, in my head, I kind of had this idea that I was going to communicate and, you know, kind of niche down to women business owners. And that sounded right. It sounded in line with what I wanted to talk about. But what I realized is that topic is still really broad. And so when I went through that whole like few months in needing to niche down more, what I've realized is that I'm not just, you know, growing alongside women business owners. I'm also, I'm more importantly and more specifically growing alongside women in their like first one to two years of business. And when I got extra clear on that part, that's when the light bulb started to click for me. That's when I really started to feel confident in my content and in the things that I was sharing because I've been there. I've, you know, I've been in business for 10 years and I recently relaunched brand new parts of my business a year and a half ago. So I know exactly what that feels like. And so if you're struggling and if you feel like you've had a hard time really connecting with your content and connecting with your audience, really figure out, am I talking about the things that I've like gone through and are they the things that I'm really excited to continue talking and sharing about? So that's number one is really looking inside and figuring out what is it that you love and feel confident sharing about. And number two Hey friend, I want to make sure you know about my upcoming free workshop, Seasons of Growth. This workshop is going to be super valuable to photographers that want to learn how to maintain a thriving photography business in the midst of the slower seasons. I know how frustrating it can feel when inquiries aren't coming in, especially when you see other photographers booking out their sessions consistently. This workshop is going to be classroom style and super interactive, meaning that you're going to get real-time coaching from me on how you can create more momentum and visibility inside your business, meaning more inquiries coming in and more booked clients. These are the same strategies that I've used to help my one-to-one clients book more sessions, and I'm bringing them all to you during the workshop. You can learn more and save your spot by visiting heychristamarie.com forward slash workshop. I can't wait to see you there. really looking at who would be a dream client of yours and not just doing the exercise of like, what do they do? Where do they work? You know, how much money do they make? Like, I think that that's helpful to an extent, but I'm talking about going even further around the transformation that you're going to help them with. So get really crystal clear on what solution are you providing to them that is directly going to solve a problem or a challenge that they're currently experiencing. Because at the end of the day, no matter what industry you're in, everyone has a niche. And I think sometimes, especially when I talk to wedding photographers, I hear a lot that, you know, their their niche or their ideal couple is, let's say, you know, quote, someone who has great taste and is excited about beautiful photos. And while that's a great idea, that is not your niche. Your niche is not people who have good taste and are excited about photos. Because again, when we think about narrowing that down, how many different people can you think of that are that have that same core set of values? So really, you have to think about what is that pain point 
What am I helping them with? What transformation am I helping them achieve? And using a wedding photographer as an example, your niche might be a couple that loves adventures and has really bubbly personalities and lots of energy. And so because of that, they might be looking for a photographer who is, you know, bold, really fun and adventurous. And the solution that you, pro- you provide for them might be flexible packages based on how adventurous they are. You know, maybe they want a destination engagement and wedding day, you know, and as a photographer, you might provide a really go with the flow approach and lots of really fun client gifts and surprises and prep guides for how to plan for an adventurous off the cuff wedding day. So that could be your niche. On the other hand, as a wedding photographer, your niche might be the more quiet couple. It might be the ones who don't really love being the center of attention and who really just want to capture the day as a whole with a lot of a special attention to the smaller details. And so the solution that you provide for them might be to provide simple packages, intricately detailed timelines, prep guides, posing tips, you know, advice on how to plan an easy, effortless wedding day. You get the point. And so... These two niches are extremely different and it's really important to get clear on what exactly is it that I'm providing. Because as a service provider, you might provide timelines and posing tips, but like get really clear on what kind of timelines, you know, what kind of posing tips, who are the people that you are really um, providing these for? And so the moral of the story, no matter, you know, whether you're a wedding photographer or you're a coach or, you know, you are any other person in the, you know, online space, everybody has a niche. And it doesn't mean that by sharing that niche and by really targeting who it is that you're looking to work with, it doesn't mean that you'll never work with anyone else, right? There will be many other people who see your marketing and the things that you're talking about, and it might, you know hit the right chord with them, and they might be a little bit outside of the people you normally work with, but that way you're actually reaching your messaging to the people who really matter and the people who you're really wanting to connect with. So second point, just really identifying who is that dream client and what exactly are you providing them with? What solutions are you providing to their challenges? And the third thing that I want to talk about as far as, you know, niching down is once you understand that client a little bit more, how you're serving them and, you know, providing a solution, it's really important to understand all of their unique pain points. So going back to that earlier example with the adventurous couple and the more quiet couple looking for a wedding photographer, each of those clients are going to have really unique pain points. And so if you've worked with your ideal clients in the past, you likely have some ideas around what those pain points are. And maybe if you haven't worked with your ideal client yet, maybe it's time to do some market research. And by that, I mean, are there people that you think would be ideal clients that you can have a call with for 15 minutes to have them answer some questions for you? Or are there people that you know that you could send a quick survey for them to fill out about, you know, what is it that they're struggling with? What are their pain points? Because honestly, if we're, if our marketing is too vague, we aren't 
attracting anybody, right? Like if you're not able to know that ideal client and the exact things that they're struggling with and looking for, it's going to be very hard to attract them in our messaging. And so knowing these exact pain points will greatly help your content and marketing strategy because then when you sit down to write content or to add value, you know exactly what types of things you can share. And not only that, you know the language in which to share them because your ideal client has verbally said them or has written it down for you. So it just takes all of the guesswork out of hoping that we're providing value. And then we know for a fact that we're talking about the things that matter. So that third point, just to recap, just making sure that you not only understand who your clients are, but you know exactly what it is, all of their pain points that you can help them overcome. And The fourth thing I want to talk about is, you know, kind of content related. So just this point that knowing all of this and having all of this clarity is going to provide you with a bank of things that you can talk about to serve your audience and your future clients. And I think one fear that people have is they they are worried that they're always going to have to be on this like content creation hamster wheel, (laughs) you know, that we're always going to have to spend hours and hours and hours every day, every week creating content. But you, it doesn't have to be that way. And the truth is that if one person struggles with these pain points that you're talking about, there are likely hundreds of others out there that struggle too. And I know sometimes we can feel like we're talking about the same stuff over and over again on repeat. And sometimes that's why content creation feels hard because we feel like we have to constantly be sharing, you know, these uh newfound topics and ideas and like things that are just going to like blow everybody's minds every single week. And that's not the case because if you're sharing content on your social media and other accounts that are um, adding value and answering questions and helping people overcome problems or challenges, ideally you're going to be reaching new people, right? Like I would suggest if you don't have any sort of social media strategy, if you have 200 people on your account and it's never growing and you're only talking about the same stuff over and over again, then maybe not the best. But if you're constantly adding new people into your network, if you're meeting others, if you're adding people to your social media, if you're gaining followers, if you're you know trying new marketing strategies, don't be afraid to talk about the same things over and over again. I've talked about this before, but you want to be known for something and it's much easier to gain that credibility and trust with your audience when you're talking about the same things over and over again and can be seen as an expert in those topics than constantly feeling like you need to flip-flop back and forth talking about random things just to seem interesting and to provide, you know, a broad amount of topics on your social media. So just kind of that point that I want to recap is just knowing that like having clarity around these pain points will give you a big bank of things to talk about and don't feel like you're constantly needing to add to it or stray away from it too much. And the last thing that I want to talk about as far as these tips are, you know, asking you what are the things that you can spend time on in your business that'll make the most impact in serving your audience and your future clients. Because again, I think busy work and these tasks that we can spend time on that we think are helpful, but that aren't actually helping us grow in our business, those are the really dangerous tasks because we can be busy for a really long time without actually seeing momentum or clients or progress. 
And so the first tip I have for you is really get comfortable with tracking your time and get really honest with what not only you're spending your time on, but figuring out what tasks make you feel like you've made the most impact. And so we all kind of, we can sometimes tell at the end of the day, we can sit down and you can know in your gut if something that you worked on today was actually beneficial for helping you to get to where you want to go. And if you're not sure, I encourage you to, at the end of a task, whatever it is, really getting clear and asking yourself, is this going to help bring in more clients? Is this going to help me make more money? (laughs) Like, Really, it comes down to those two things, right? And if you find yourself being really far removed from being able to say yes, then I encourage you to think about something else that you could do that might be more impactful in your day. And not only that, but thinking about, you know, what are the tasks that you can day can do today and that you can do this week that, you know, will not only make an impact for your audience and your future clients, but that'll also just help you feel accomplished, right? Because as business owners, sometimes the most important tasks obviously are really important to do in our business, but sometimes we also do need to add in some things that just make us feel accomplished, right? Especially if you have really big projects that are kind of like long-term. Like let's say you've got this really big project that's gonna take maybe a month or two months for it to really be finished. Sometimes we get too go, go, go. Like I need to accomplish as much as I can right now in order to have this, you know, task or project to be finished. But I think it's important to remember too, what are those tasks that you can add in that'll just help you feel accomplished? Maybe the project isn't over yet. Maybe you still have a lot of work to do. You know, maybe you still have like a ton of tasks that are, you know, overdue or that have to get done, but maybe there's something that you can add in that really just helps you feel accomplished. Right. So maybe it's like, oh, I like cleaned out my inbox. Oh my gosh, I feel so accomplished. Maybe it's, oh, I responded to all those DMs. Oh, I, you know, those little things that we can do that just help us feel like we are still making progress, even if it's not directly related to whatever it is that we have going on. And so, kind of just to wrap it up, I just, I want to end with this that if you are struggling with identifying your niche, just know that your niche will evolve over time. Whoever it is that you're working with now may not be who you are going to be working with in six months or in a year or two years. So, you know, no matter how long you've been in business for, whether it's a couple months or a few years, just figure out right now in my business, who would I be excited about serving? And remember that this does not have to be the set in stone concrete thing. This is going to evolve. But get as clear as you can on who it is exactly that you are serving and how exactly you are helping them get from point A to point B. Okay, so that is all for my content creation and niching down tips. I hope that this was helpful for you. I know how much of a struggle it can be when we feel like we don't truly understand our audience and who we're speaking to. And so my hope is that you can leave today and just take away one thing that'll help you gain just a little bit of clarity to help you answer that question. And so Thank you so much for joining in today. If you're looking to go even deeper, I would love to chat and see if me as your business coach, if working with me might be a good fit. So if that's the case, if you're interested, I'm going to include a link in the show notes that you can check out if you want to learn more. But thank you so much for joining in today and I will talk with you in the next episode. 
Hey there, one last thing before you go. I would absolutely love if you left a review on iTunes. It's so much fun shouting out my listeners' reviews and takeaways on the podcast. And by leaving a review, you not only help me create more content that's relevant for you, but you also make it possible for other women business owners around the world to find the podcast too. I'm honestly so grateful that you decided to listen in today, and I can't wait to hear your takeaways from this episode.